Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, it's Tom here and welcome to the latest episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. Today's guest is the brilliant Lou Conran for a full unedited episode. It's about an hour and a half the full episode. Loads of other topics, loads of other objects. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash toasterpod. In the meantime, enjoy the app. Oh, Welcome along to My Mate Bought a Toaster. My guest this week is fabulous comedian and podcaster Lou Conran. Lou Conran, uh, thank you for agreeing to do this. I mean, we don't know each other very well at all, so you're, you, you're an idiot. What are you thinking? Well, do you know what? I'm very lonely. <laughs> and um, I don't really talk to many people other than my partner, and that's enough for me. So it's nice to have a, a fresh voice to communicate with. Yes, it was either a dog or a cat or a very invasive podcast, and I'm glad you chose the latter to help. Yes, I mean, I don't mind dogs. I don't want to pick up what they leave behind. I cannot bear cats. Uh, and um, communication with another human being, which I'm assuming you are, uh, is preferable. Yes. So. yes, I'm real. I can confirm I'm not a bot, which I've just had to do as I've um, hacked into your Amazon. And I'm now uh, yes. sitting here um, at my desk. This is a remote recording this week, folks. So Lou is, uh, where are you in Staffordshire, Lou, right? Yes, I am, yes. Lovely. Yes. And uh, I am uh, somewhere in my bunker in London town and I'm in Lou Conran's Amazon. Lou, are you ready? Here we go. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bloody hell. In terms of um, triggering uh, people who like a Twitter argument, you've got the first two things you bought. So January 2003, Lou, which is nearly 20 years ago. Oh, my ago, God. Lou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so old. And the first two things you've bought, which which do pop up quite a lot on the show and often uh, reduce my guests to hand-wringing and, oh, God, can I still like these people? Uh, you've gone Woody yeah. Allen. Woody Allen, J.K. Rowling. Nice and easy. Peasy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, keeping it real. Yeah, man. Ooh. Yeah. What was the Woody Allen thing I bought? So you bought uh, two Woody Allen DVDs, Bananas from 1971 and Take the Money and Run from 1968, which I think might be one of his uh, first... I think that's him... Uh, doing stand-up. I'm clicking on that, by the way. Uh, it's his debut. Why as... would I have bought that? Oh no, it's a crime movie spoof. Take the money oh. and run. So you've you've double you've double dipped on Woody Allen. Would you like to twenty years later explain why? No, I have absolutely no idea. Where was I in two thousand and three? Oh well, I can see your oh, address. If, if this helps, I can actually your your address. Yes, please. High is it Wick- Manchester? High. Oh, High Wickham. High Wickham. Oh gosh, that would have been. Yeah, maybe I would have still been with my then boyfriend, Nobrot Scott. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> there's, there's a. I mean, you can imagine why. Did you call him Nobrot Scott to his face, or was this a no. sort of right, right, right? Okay. No, God, no, no. no. 
Yeah, no, he 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 was let's say hygienically challenged. Oh my god, is that what he was called in his local GP surgery when he booked in? Oh god, probably. Nobrot's got his yeah. Back. I do. Yeah, I do yeah. think that one. I mean, I'm I'm happy to jump into this topic, but I think one's <laughs> one's hygiene, and I'm not necessarily talking about groinal hygiene, but I think one's hygiene improves with age. I think I stunk until I was about maybe 21, 22. I was. Yeah. And it's not just blokes. It's just, I don't know. Hygiene's got better with age. Oh, God, yeah. Yes, I th- I'd like to think so. I think because you give less of a shit when you're younger because you're busy getting mashed off your face with your mates, aren't you? And then mm. it's not until somebody suggests a bit later on in life, mm. do you know what, maybe you should do something about that. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that I think, yeah, you sort of take more pride in yourself when you get older, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Uh, yeah, guys, guys, I mean... Yeah, maybe you sort of maybe it's just like you finally get round to it. Maybe it's just on your list of things to do. Must clean balls, and eventually by your thirties, you're like, oh, yeah. do you know what? I must get those cleaned. Yeah, I, I, do you know? In his defence, hmm. he had quite bad depression. Okay, and I think yes, I think that had a lot to do with it. Hmm. Plus the fact he was a massive stoner. Hmm. Plus the fact he was with me. <laughs> so I think all of those things combined potentially would have, um, yeah, God, the poor guy, the it's... poor guy. And then as soon as I dumped him, he then went out with somebody else and he he got married, I think, and had children. So he oh. must have improved in certain areas, yeah. Big shout out to Nobrot Scott, if you are listening. <laughs> um, interesting that you bought um, Harry Potter here uh, on Amazon because at that point, I remember I was just going out with my now wife at that point and um Ooh. yeah 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 sexy times and she was it was this one that she she queued to buy and i was very early doors in the ah. relationship and i was like oh geez she's a, a sort of person who wears a wizard's hat and queues outside waterstones at midnight to buy order of the phoenix harry potter and i was a bit unsure oh. because there is a cachet that comes with being a massive fan isn't there yes now let's i mean i don't wear the outfit um, unless it's role play weekend, so um, so I didn't queue up at midnight to go and buy the book. I think I pre-ordered actually. <laughs> Do you remember that thing? There was these the the speed readers. Do you remember this? This sort of came about when the Harry Potter books came out. People would rush home and try and read the whole books, which were enormous, in sort of five hours yeah. or something, so they could be the first ones to put reviews out there. Yeah, silly, silly, silly. What are you doing? Come what on, are you guys. doing? I'm a very slow reader, which is which is why I probably just gave up on reading and until these books came along. What is a good reading duration for you? If you sit and read a book and you're like, Christ, I've read mm. this book for half an hour. Is that impressive? Or are you like a, what, what's a good number? Well, I'll tell you what, here we go. Let me set the scene. If I'm going to read a book, yes. I will be... On a sunbed, in a hot country, I'll have a lager by my side. I will have the smell of the coconut oil burning my skin. I will be by the sea or by an equally beautiful swimming pool. There will be no children around. I will be ensconced into a book for the duration of while I'm laying down burning. That's typically when I will read a book. Is Um, just what what an image. But that does explain why you so rarely read because it's hard living in Britain to make those things come together. Yes. I think because um my 
my brain is just my I could always be doing something else I don't have the capacity or I didn't uh, when I was younger but I probably it's improved now but mm. I have to be really hooked in immediately to retain any form of attention yes I completely agree but you're right I think attention spans get better as we get older because much like with personal hygiene everything gets better with age um you uh mm. I think when you're younger you're more excited to go and try things out and then when you're old you're jaded and like well I tried the things out and they were quite disappointing yes I'd agree with that okay well we're inching into 2005 now um you've bought a present for Michael Conran only on his birthday though that's the address that you've put here which I oh daddy that's nice yeah what did I buy him you bought him the geology of Britain and the algebrist by Ian M Banks dad books (laughs) that's dick lit right there oh that's a daughter that doesn't know what the fuck to buy her dad oh let's buy him a book about rock formations and and the world yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's yeah uh, basically it's it's amazing the geology of britain i mean that is wow this text oh, covers God. the geological history of britain from over 2000 million years ago oh, to the present day boring <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my poor dad. And he has to read it. He has to read it. He wanted Harry Potter. He just wanted Harry Potter, Lou, for goodness Yeah, or something porn related because (laughs) that's what what old men do, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. You can't buy your dad porn, though, can you? Yeah, because that's... That's bad. No, it's... it's, That'd be weird, wouldn't it? It's frowned upon, Mm. although uh, my... uh, this is a, this is a deep family secret from the Price family here, Lou. My yes. auntie once found porn in my ninety-year-old grandfather's wardrobe. Ooh. Can you imagine? Oh, but then could you? Is it like was it up-to-date porn or was it like those Victorian pictures? <laughs> you know, of like old ladies in corsets. Because that's there's something quite beautiful about that. I think obviously not with a minjab, but it's like can I say minge? Sorry, but yes, um, yes you encouraged. To say yes, that. yeah. Oh, God, dirty granddad. Dirty Ooh. granddad. Dirty granddad. But back oh. in the day when you'd have a stash, now it's all hidden in cookies and the cloud and hard drives, you know. Back then you had to have a yeah. little old shoe box in the wardrobe. And I don't know. Oh. Do, do you know what, Lou? I never asked. I didn't feel like the question uh, when my Auntie no. Jane was going, oh, my God. It didn't feel like a qu- good question for me to say, What's it, what, what, what was he into? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what? When I was going out with Nobrot Scott, mm. he used to um, he used to look at the porn magazines quite a lot. Yes. And at the time I found them, and I probably still do, found them massively offensive. Mm. So I said to him, you need to get rid of those magazines. And he promised me that he would. Mm. And then around this, I don't know, around that period, I'd got new headshots for my acting. And, um, and when he went to work one day, this is very naughty, but fuck it. I went through his things and I found his stash of magazines that he told me that he'd got rid of. Oh. So what I did was I cut my face out of my <laughs> new headshots. Because you'd have to have like piles of 10 by 8s then. Cut my face out and I stuck them on the faces of the woman in this in these magazines. But he, I couldn't tell him that I'd found them and he couldn't tell me that he'd found the pictures with my face on because he'd told me he'd got rid of them. So, so, so it was never um, discussed? It was never discussed? Oh, well, I came home from work one day and he was puce. <laughs> he was, like, fucking, like, livid. He'd got off work early that day oh. and they'd gone home and I'd gone in the house and he was fucking steaming. Wow. And, uh, but he couldn't tell me why. <laughs> 
but I knew, and so it was never discussed. But he knew that I knew, and I knew that he knew oh, that I knew. That sounds so, like yeah. a really functional relationship. I'm amazed that that ended. Yeah. I'm amazed that. Ended. <laughs> so am I. Wow. Gosh, well, I tell yeah, you what would be really uncomfortable him. is if he's still got those grot mags and his current wife finds them and thinks he's put the pictures of you in the grot mags. That's going to be tricky. Oh, God. Yeah. I think... I think I even um did I think I probably did get a picture of his mum and put one of her on oh, one of them as well. Oh, that's delightful. Which but oh. I'd I'd hate to think that he'd be like pleasuring himself and then flick over for the final finale. Oh wow. And then there was his mother wow. there. Yeah. That, oh that's but that's don't do it. Don't Just, lie yeah. to me. All right. There you are. Yeah, motherfucker. Quite literally. Quite literally. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, wow, what a Louis. place the podcast has gone, Lou. This is excellent. This is. I'm good so stuff. sorry. It always does with me, oh, and good. I try not to. No, this is what we like. June 2010, the Ducan diet. Um, what oh, God. the fudge is the? Oh, hello. The French medical solution yeah. for permanent weight loss. And there's a picture of a very oh Parisian-looking lady next to the Eiffel Tower, uh, just to make it clear yeah. that she's French. Yeah. Well, now then. So, uh, I met a woman uh, many years ago who I became friendly with, and she was she was a little bit tubsy, like myself. And then, then I didn't see her for about a year, and then the next time I saw her, she was a stick... And I was like, how did you do this? Tell me your secret. And she said, it's the Ducan diet. So I was like, what? Um, and then, so I bought the book. And as you can see, I it's, never read it because I got <laughs> bored after page one. <laughs> so I've got so many books that I've never read because I, I'm not on a beach. Mm, so, yeah. Mm. I, I think it's like um, a bit Atkinsy. Atkins. Dr. Atkins, you know that one where they just eat meat and mm. you stink. I think that's, yeah, that's ev- it. Everything yeah. backs up, yeah. I think. Um, do you want to have a listen to this? The, the mm. Duquin Diet by Pierre Duquin, which it says on here, and this is from 2010, five million French people can't be wrong, which is obviously written before uh, over five million French people voted for Marie Le Pen. But we'll... Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll gloss gloss over over that. that. Step one attack. For two to seven days, eat as much as you want of 72 protein rich foods. Fucking hell. Right, okay. Fill your boots. I never knew that there were 72 protein rich foods. You know. well, if you'd got to page two, you'd have, <laughs> I didn't. Page, pages two through ninety are just a list of protein-rich foods. Um, oh, fuck off, are they? I think, and then oh. look. Step two. This is hilarious. Step two is cruise. What's that? Well, what? Continue cruise. As in well, cruise. exactly. Find yourself a little meetup point. Continue eating the protein-rich foods with the addition of twenty-eight vegetables. I didn't even know there are twenty-eight vegetables. Well, let's try and list them, shall we? I mean, we? could you name more You've than got... seven vegetables? Right, here go we on. go. Carrot, potato, runner bean, courgette, aubergine, mm. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, six. Peas, Le- seven. Peas, Le- eight. Yeah, leeks, uh, uh, eight. Uh, sweet corn, nine. Um, yeah. Uh, Beetroot, um, is that a vegetable? Ten. Oh, yeah, you could shove that up your hairy hole. Absolutely. 
No. Mm. I mean, we've got 10, haven't we? We've, we've got to 10, but mm. I'm struggling. Beetroot makes you we go red. It's not It's not good. It's sent by the devil. Exactly. I, I can't, no, not yeah. for me. Yeah. Any food that makes you we go funny, asparagus and beetroot are nature's practical joke. Oh, I love asparagus. Dip it in an egg. Oh, delicious. But you forget you've had it, and then you go for a week, a couple of hours later, and you're like, oh, what is... Yeah, you think you're rotting from the inside out. Yeah. Well, you think you're Nobrot no Scott. Maybe he was just an asparagus. Yeah, <laughs> dipping his willy in an egg. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, step three, consolidation. Add fruit, bread, cheese and starchy foods. Step four, stabilisation. Eat what you like without regaining weight by following three simple rules, including the famous protein Thursdays. This is fucking bollocks. Protein Thursdays? Protein Thursdays. Sounds rude. Oh, yes. So... Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then I did see this friend about another 18 months after I saw her when she was thin. Yeah, go on. We all know the answer, don't we? We don't need to say, because it's going to sound mean. So we'll just leave a little pause there. Yeah. You've gone shopping for your dad again. Uh, And we'll just check in with this every year, uh, Lou. Um, Michael Conran, only on his birthday, though. Uh, A Short History (laughs) of England, Simon Jenkins. Oh, so. There you go. He knows about the rocks right. of England. Now he's going to he find does. out about the kings and queens of England. Oh, God. I mean, I'm really desperate here, aren't I? What the hell do you buy your father? Because it's so hard to buy presents for men. It really is. The past. It, that's what. You, that's the theme with yeah, your dad. Yeah, because they love dwelling on that, don't they? They love yeah. dwelling on that. Because yeah, it is safe yeah. and boxed and you can put the past in some pages, whereas the present yeah. is unruly and worrying um so yes, yeah it's, that's th- true oh god i'm so sorry dad that's awful <laughs> rocks in england oh poor bastard do you think he's oh, there every god. november he's like i just want 50 shades of gray i just saw like <laughs> oh i've probably bought that as well oh yeah when did that out. come out 2011 found out oh we have i yeah yeah you yes. got that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. lovely yes. stuff, lovely come stuff. On. moving on moving on moving on into uh 2013 luke conrad and by this stage 2013 you are living where please and you are gigging everywhere i assume at this point i had moved to brighton oh then i moved back to manchester so yeah 2013 i was in Manchester. You do like a move, don't you? Because oh, we've had high wicket. Oh, we were in. You were in Staffordshire. Yeah. Now you're a you're a mover. Yeah. Do you know what? It's again. It's like the focus and the attention. Mm. I get bored very easily. But now I've purchased a house with a gentleman caller. Mm. The only way I can move now is to different rooms. <laughs> I can't. I can't move. Right. Again. Yes. So and he's been quite a mover as well. So now we've sort of like. Oh gosh, we're gonna have to just swap rooms in the house if we feel a bit itchy you know mm. i tell you what when my wife and i uh, first lived in a house together before we had kids we had our own bedrooms and we slept together every night but like we had our own bedrooms it was quite nice to have that sort of space and that identity yes. bit you know i have insisted on the same Tom. yes it's a good arrangement i like my but yeah well because i've been on my own for so long before he came into my life Mm. Um, and I like that sense of um, I just sometimes just like to sit and be Mm. and and he's very enthusiastic and he's like a dog (laughs) so he would be with me or by my side 24 hours a day if I would let him but I don't when we first got together I used to say to him you need to go home now (laughs) and I need to have some days on my own and then we bought the house together and I was like 
I'm going to have my own room. I had resigned myself to the fact that I was going to be on my own forever. Mm. And I was very, very happy with that. I'd been through lots of ups and downs and around the houses and blah, blah, blah. And I'd reached a point of self-satisfaction and happiness and inner peace. And then, bang, three months later... There he is. That dickhead rocks up. And here you are oh, now. God. And you've got a yeah. dog in the kennel in the garden right now. It's unbelievable. I do keep him in the in the <laughs> garden, actually. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. Scratching away. It's fine. Yeah. Let, let him out for Christmas. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 2015 now uh, we're buying toothbrush heads uh we are buying the girl on the train we are dancing hey this, this uh-huh. is good we are buying dancing with the juggler 13 moons with the tarot and natural magic ooh wow. hello yeah. so here we go so my well i have a i'm from a family of weirdos so hence my interest of magic and stuff like that. So uh, there are, whether you believe in it or not, fine, but there are mystical people in my family. Um, and um, I uh, got taught the tarot by a white witch who wrote this book. Um, and then I I gave somebody, I gave, you know, I swapped this book the first time I bought it for a tattoo many moons ago in exchange for a tattoo i gave the the tattooist a tarot reading and i lent her the lent her this book and i got a tattoo and then i never got the book back so and that was like a million years ago and to be fair you've you've got the receipt for the book very much on your skin yes i have (laughs) um and uh so then i decided to try and find the book again because the lady died that wrote it Mm. um and uh yeah and that's yeah it's fascinating carolyn claire townsend there we are that's who wrote the book yeah um yeah what was the uh what was the tattoo like was it worth it was it worth losing the book for the tat first of all oh it's a classic first tattoo (laughs) it was um Oh no! This was the second tattoo. Hang on, <laughs> I got some ta- I got some tarot symbols tattooed on my ass because okay. I wanted a tattoo, but I I didn't want to regret it when I was older. So I thought if I put it on a place that I can't see it, yes. then that's fine. 
Wow. So it's like, I think I've got a, a, st- a star and a moon on my ass. Has to be a moon. There has to be a moon, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, I've got so many questions. So tell me about having people in your family who are mystical. I want to know more about that. Uh, so my mother talks to the dead. My nan used to talk to the dead, but is now dead and talking to my mother. Uh, uh, I, I have had experiences of that myself. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my other nan has it as, had it as well. So it was sort of... God. Like this mediumistic kind of thing, but obviously, if it's if you don't believe it, you have to kind of logically think of reasons why this is happening yeah. to people and why things do happen. But then, me and him have moved into this house, and we get ghosty things happening here all what, the time. What? 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 So hang on. So yeah. so what's been your uh, any? What's been the most uh, uh, striking medium moment that you've had? Did they just? Does it just sort of arrive in your head? Well, I ever since I was little, I'd always be able to hear people talking and um, like things going missing and reappearing and stuff like that, which is, I mean, it makes me sound like I'm bonkers. Um, but the but then I kind of ignored it because I was terrified of it. Yeah. And then there was I had a period where I kept finding dead people. Oh wow! So it was yeah. So uh, yeah. So I kept. Just like, oh, God, there's another one. Just found this dead person. Oh, God, there's another And it was like in a period of about three or four months where I just, every month I'd find an, another dead person. Hello. So then That's, this was... The people you yeah. knew or just, just random... No, just random random strangers. This is, and a, then, this um, is like a sort of Lou Conran version of The Sixth Sense. I find dead people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aww. And then my mum, my, I was saying to my mum, like, I don't understand why this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And then she went... You need to come with me. And there is a college in um, near Stansted mm. that's um, like Hogwarts for adults, basically. Um, and it's a college that runs all year round, and it's for for people weirdos like me and my mum, where you can go and be with other weirdos and practice your skills. This is incredible. And how often do you yeah. go there? Do you just go there once to sort of check in and learn some stuff? No, I, I, no, I went. Um, I went. Quite a few times, but it's now it's very expensive. They really do milk it. Mm. Um, so it's um, it went from a fascinating kind of joyous experience where I used to be able to, I used to have to sleep with the light on because I was terrified of the dark because of things coming in and talking to me. Mm. And then I went and had a week at this college and then everything was answered. Everything was like, oh, okay. And my life just went, da-da. Wow. But then it was... Um, the, a money-making scheme, I think. It got taken over by some different people and now it's just ridiculous. And so, now there's a Costa Coffee just, and reception and... Yeah, probably, yeah. This just, place has yeah, changed. Yeah, probably, it's ridiculous. Yeah, this yeah, weird. yeah. It's like a virgin active psychic farm. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I went, the, the one of my friends, the, the Dukan diet woman, I, I met her there. Okay. Um, and then a, uh, another friend of mine, Mare. The the uh, psychic scouse wife, she was she went to the college once and um, witnessed a man uh, taking a horse through reception up to his bedroom. So um, a real horse. Uh, right, I was going to say, horse. was this in real life or mm. a, a, yeah, yeah, a, a haunting? Yeah. That was in real life, actually, uh, physically. Yeah, yeah. And then they the the people at reception had to go and remove the man and the horse because 
he had psychological problems. And he just wasn't, wasn't stable. He, ah! Come on! Guys, Nay. guys, yeah. <laughs> Lou, this yeah. is absolutely fucking fascinating. Mm. Is it? Is it? Does it feel like a weight on your shoulders type vibes? Are you like, oh my god, or is it a thing you enjoy and celebrate and own now? Do you know what I mean? Or has it been? A, it must have been a cause of stress for you uh, over the um, years. When I before before I acknowledged what it was, I knew what it was, but I didn't want to believe what it was. Mm. Um, then it used to cause me a lot of stress. Um, but now, uh, like, as I said, we've moved into this house and and uh, lots of things are happening and we quite enjoy it now. So, mm. like, the other day, the gentleman caller was doing some DIY in one of the rooms and he, he came down and he went, I don't think we're on our own. There, there's definitely stuff happening here. And I was like, and then we in bed that night, he was like, oh, God, what do we do? And I was like, well, if there is somebody that wants to communicate with you, they'll switch the telly on and then... 10 seconds later, dish, telly comes on. No. So, uh, yeah, and then he's he's had all sorts of... Well, he was doing the house up, the the fire in the kitchen came on, on on its own and things... Yeah, things have just been... So once you acknowledge that it's not scary and it's... We, we love it. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do sound like weirdos and the neighbours must think, God, who are they asking to talk to? Because sometimes <sighs> we just sit here and we go, hello, who, who's there? Who wants to talk to us? And then we get like tappings on the wall. So unless it's the neighbours going, you're weird, stop wow. it. But, God, yeah. I'm, I'm, I bet mm. your gentleman caller is glad that he sleeps out in the kennel. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But- sometimes when it rains, I bring him in and I put him in the cellar. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's what mm. the tapping is that's what the tapping is oh, oh shit of course it is <laughs> yes. it. Um, you need to speak to Yvette Fielding because she's been on this podcast and I think she lives that, around that way I think she lives around that way I have spoken to Yvette Fielding oh, and we've had go. her on, on my podcast there you and go. me and Sally Ann Haywood have been to her house yes and we have done a seance oh! in her shed as a podcast or, or yes. just is it on a podcast no just as no, no, no. We just um, we went round for cups of tea yes. and cake, and ended up in the shed doing um, uh, seancey things, which was brilliant. Oh, this is good. Mm. Oh, this is good stuff, Lou. Yeah. This is good stuff. Um, all right, okay, okay. Uh, Twenty sixteen. Then let's uh, move back on to this earthly plane uh, and find out uh-huh. what else you've been buying. Um, the Chimp Paradox. I've read that. Absolutely love that. One of the few self-help books. Which you should I... read it. Oh, mate, mate, mate. I'm sta- it's in my cupboard now and I'm staring at it. Will, Never read it. Will you do me a favour? Yeah. Will you do me a favour? Will you please, yes. please, please, please go and read it? Because it, it really helped me a lot. Right. Really, really, really. Okay. Really I, will re- I will get it out and I will... Yes. Yes. Look at it. Oh, read the back. Weird, Just read the back. Okay. Let's jump on ahead now. All right, Lou, uh, and see what else we find. Twenty twentieth um, of February, twenty eighteen. You bought the naughty, rude design inflatable blow up man. <laughs> of course, I did. So you weren't alone, Lou. You weren't alone. <laughs> now then, mm-hmm. I bu- now then, mm-hmm. I bought that. Yes. Where was I? I was in Australia at the time when I bought that. Okay. Yeah. Was it? No, I was. Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. No, was I? Yes, I was. Okay. Yes, I was in Australia. And I had been asked to do um, uh, a, what was it called? A show where you, a singing show where you're taking the piss out of musicals and stuff. And uh, Harriet Dyer was with me and a lady called Kate McCabe. And we uh, practiced, we were getting ready to practice a, a, a song and a dance routine from Chicago. Oh, and I had the great idea that we should get blow-up men and 
dance with them. Brilliant. Because what you're doing there is you're getting a blow-up man that's also tax-deductible for when you take it home. So you are... Thank you. It's beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, seems, he seems very nice. He's got a lot... Oh, look, he's been re- withdrawn from Amazon. I can't actually see the item anymore. It's gone. Oh, oh has he? Uh, I think he was called Mustafa. <laughs> Um, and um, I, I uh, all three of us got our own different versions uh-huh, of Mustafa, uh-huh. and and my Mustafa was was lovely. He was um, very flexible and <laughs> um, uh, quite short. Okay. Uh, but um, you know, you mustn't, you can't. You know, it's the personality that counts. And Mustafa had a had a huge mm-hmm. personality. Okay, and crucially, mm. personal hygiene standards there were they. Great. Excellent. Very, very you see? clean, easy, mm. easy clean, wet, wipeable, just... You see? Yeah, yeah. Once again, Lovely. we see, mm-hmm. Lou, in your life, an arc of improvement. Yes! Things are getting better because now the genitals are clean. And that is... Brilliant. Good God, this is nothing you can take from this. It's that you've got you've got a blow-up doll with clean genitals. Please. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Powder puff your balls. Come on now. Come on. Just a bit of talc. Oh, mama made the butter toaster. Shops just like a roller coaster. Oh, don't it feel so fine when you're buying all of these strange things online, like books, weight sets, and posters? Come on, here, the best of the best of my mate bought a toaster. A few more things in 2018. What else have we got here? Fiesta 2017 driver's side wing mirror cover in vision blue. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Some bastard <laughs> clipped my wing mirror in Watlington, oh. Oxfordshire, oh. as I was driving through. It's a very thin lane, mm. and it wasn't my fault at all. Ugh. And it, yes, it wasn't my fault, she says. And somebody got too near to me and clipped my wing mirror mm. off, and I was, ooh, furious it was. I'm always shocked to- when wing mirrors make contact. It's quite unnerving. I've done it a few times. I did it a lot in Oxfordshire mm. when I was driving around there in my big no, um, <laughs> and it, it's it's always quite yeah. a surprise because you're like, oh Christ, and and it folds in. Usually they bend in, but they didn't used to bend in the wing mirror. They used to be rigid, no. and that caused all sorts of carnage. Lou. Yes, it's like being touched on the tube, isn't it? Like <laughs> when you brush up against somebody, and yeah, it's I don't know why I've thought of that, but there you <laughs> no, go. But, That's the image that I've got. But know? it's like when you brush up against someone, and you're like, oh. Off me. Do you know what I did um, twice yesterday? It's so mm. funny you should say that. Twice on the tube, I accidentally touched a man's hand. Two different men walking along. Maybe I've got big, I've got big flappy hands, and I just sort of brushed. Oh. Yeah, but it was weird. It felt very wrong. And we we all sort of looked maybe at you each just other. need some human contact. Maybe yeah. that's what. Maybe just touch your own hands that, in a kind of petting fashion. That's why God gave us two hands, so you can hold hands with yourself. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. It really is. Yeah. Look at this. Eleventh of October, a lovely classic three hooks latex waist trainer workout corset. Lovely. Now then, my mate bought a corset. Hello. Right. <clears throat> Can I just say for the listener that this is not a sexy corset. Okay. This is this is an old lady's industrial. Co- Do you know what it was? Yeah. I talked about this in my Edinburgh show this year. Yeah. The fact is that obviously there's been some diet issues. Mm-hmm. I love food. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am a keen eater. 
I resent the fact that I should have to go on a diet to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I bought an industrial corset because I thought if I wore that, it would squash everything inside and it would stop me eating. Oh, yes. And? Yeah, it took me most of a day to get the thing on because it's like hook and eye. It's a hook and eye thing. Ah, God. And it was... And I was on my own in the house. And if anybody had have witnessed that, it, I looked like my own version of Fight Club. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and then eventually I got the thing done up and yeah. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. It taken me most of the afternoon. And I looked um, at the time and I was running late for a gig and I couldn't get the thing off. So I had to... <gasps> that, is, that is a panic attack. That is a claustrophobia yeah. panic attack yeah. right there. You, yeah. you basically embody prison. Yes, and I had to drive over the M62, which is um, a, a very um, dangerous motorway because it's the highest motorway in, in the country, apparently. But because mm. I've got big tits the, and, and the, the corset made me sit up rigid and my tits oh. were just below my nose and I couldn't oh. breathe um, and... Uh, my lips went blue, and I arrived at this gig oh like God. practically dead. Um, and then a man in the car park walked past me uh, as I was trying to pick the the um, hook and eye system off with a, an ice scraper. <laughs> and it was one of the most humiliating experiences of my entire life. And that's how you met your gentleman caller. Yeah, oh. no, this, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it was my just God. awful. That is yeah. hilarious. So there's a man in a car park. There's a lady who seems to be suffocating in her own tits. Yes. I, I literally, I just, he must have thought I was having a fight with, like, the Mitchell brothers or, like, with them... Um, <laughs> Or I had really big cheeks or something. I just, wow. yeah. And then with blue, my lips, oh, it was just so embarrassing. And I thought, Do you know what? The, the, this is this is no way to die, is it? Imagine if I'd have been wow. found dead in a corset. Yeah. And you, you wonder why generations of women went absolutely stir crazy because of the things they were expected to do. Women put those on. For, for centuries, they're yeah. horrific. Oh horrific. god, yeah. But what I af- afterwards, instead, you see, this is I don't do the research before. I mm. I just plow on into these things. But of apparently, you're, hence, you're, hence why you're on this show, Louis. Exactly. If you've done any research, you've never have agreed to this. Uh, <laughs> um, you're supposed to do corset training, so you're supposed to put it on for like for for five minutes. Day one, oh. day two, ten minutes, and then increase up. But of course, it took me that long to get the fucking thing on, and I had it on for hours. And uh, yeah, oh, yeah, corset training—that's mm. incredible. Yeah, forget yeah. going to your psychic school. I want to exactly. go to the corset training college. Yes, yeah, there must be one in Paris. I <laughs> mm. um, this is nice. Look at this. Oh, you've bought, I fucking love you, a romantic tea, coffee mug. And I think you might have bought that for your gentleman caller. Yes, I did. I fucking love oh. you. He always, he's very romantic and I am not. Um, right. Uh, and so I wanted to show him that I loved him, but in the only way that I know how, with a cup of yeah. tea 
and a very to the point on brand message. I fucking love you. And the swear words. Yes. It's just fucking. It's a. It's such a. I'm so glad there's a happy ending. Yes. Because there's. You know. You do these podcasts, and sometimes you don't know what's going to come towards the end. But look, you've got this guy, and you obviously seem happy, and he lives in a kennel. But you can see, and this is the yes. final item you've bought on the show today, Lou. This is the final yeah. thing, and this tells us where you're at with him now. 25th of October. Get off, cat and dog gel crystals. <laughs> it's to keep him off, isn't it? Oh, don't get me started on the cat shits. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it drives me insane. Oh, so it's not for him. No, though. okay, it, all this right, is fine. One of the reasons I can't stand fucking cats because in our old house, when I moved him into yeah. my old house to live in the back garden there, this cat yeah. had a vendetta against us and shat so much in our front garden that I put yeah. cocktail sticks down to stop it. But it wow, shat like, on, like you do with pigeons. Yes, it shat on the sticks. <laughs> And it shat on the, the citrine candles. It shat everywhere. It shat on the bonnet of my car. It shat by the side of my car. It shat... And we thought, we thought, RIP the cat, because somebody had run over a cat on the road. And I was, oh, I'm sorry, I was secretly pleased. And then, wow. two weeks later, do you know what? He's got this photograph of it. The, he came home from work one day. I was away and there was a big cat shit on the mat by the front door. Oh. I'm back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that why you moved? Was that the last place? Was yeah. that where you live now? Yeah, yeah. And do you know now? Fucking. It, this cat has had a word with a cat that lives down our new road. They have a cat internet. They stay in touch. Yeah, yeah. they do. Meow, yeah. meow, 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 yeah. meow, meow. <laughs> Fucking. Ooh, yeah. Hence the get off. The thing to do is to, uh, to, it's another reason to leave your gentleman caller in the garden and just leave him barking and it'll keep the cats away. Mm. Um, no, he just needs to go can... piss everywhere outside. That's what he needs to do. Mark <laughs> his fine. territory. Yes. Yeah. You can stay indoors and talk to the dead. Um, listen, um, Luke, Aran, this has been a wonderful romp through your life. Do you feel like you've learned anything? <laughs> Yeah, I've spent a lot of money on a lot of shit, <laughs> which I've never read or never used or, or used once. So I need to have, really have a word with myself about the wastage. Talking of wastage, uh, the the corset is yeah. just, I mean, it's just extraordinary, this this item of torture that you bought yourself. That's mm. <laughs> a one-off thing. Yeah, and I did it in my Edinburgh show this year and I wore it every day during the show Every, just for a two-second reveal. Oh. So I wore it every day. And did I lose weight? Did I fuck? Yeah, and you've now got a seriously reduced liver and kidney function because they've been squashed to a paste. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lou Conran, foie gras herself in Edinburgh. I love it. Oh, dear. Um, thank you for coming on My Mate Bought a Toaster. It was so, so good of you to give me your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, um, I've loved it. Thank you for having me. And how can people find you? you tell us about your podcast and your Twitter and all the bits, please. Uh, my podcast is called Spit or Swallow, and mm-hmm. it is with... Sally Ann Hayward and myself, who is a brilliant comedian, and it, you can find that at any place where you get your podcast, Spit or Swallow podcast. And you can find me on the social medias at Lou Conran, and that's on Twitter and your Instagram. And I think I'm on the TikTok now. Oh, no. I know, because that's apparently what you have to do. So tedious, uh, but it's generally at Lou Conran. Um, and okay. I'm, I'm please, please like me, so I'm needy. And you're not on the cat social media, to be clear. You're not communicating with the cats. Not communicating with the cats. <laughs> no. 
Get off! Right. Thanks. For, I'll leave you to deal with your pest problem. Thank you, Thank Luke you. Holland, for coming on My Mate Bought Toaster. Thanks for having me. Hey! Oh, well, thanks, loves. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Don't forget to support the podcast by telling your friends, uh, giving us a nice rating and review and all those bits and bobs. And if you really want to be an ultra super duper fan, uh, then head over to patreon.com slash toasterpod. There is a full, as I said at the beginning, unedited one and a half hours uh, of me and Lou talking about all sorts of stuff. Uh, that's up there now. Patreon.com slash toasterpod. Also, uh, there is an interview, a video interview uh, that I've done with a very, very brilliant psychologist uh, talking about all the themes and the deep psychological goings on of what's happening when we are buying this stuff on Amazon. It's really, really interesting. She's called Rachel Taylor uh, and that episode in fine video form is available now at patreon.com slash toasterpod for as little as £3 a month you can support the podcast. See you next week! It's my mate, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 